podcast was recorded at State Library Victoria on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We pay our respects to the elders past and present. Hello, Christina. Hi, Penny. Welcome to In Those Days. Thank you. Let's do some drove chat. Drove chat. <laughs> I'm really sad to say that not everyone has time. Disappointing. To scroll through Trove. People need to get their priorities sorted. They do. And luckily the good people at Trove have, have helped those people out because they've got a section on the website that's uh, called Spotlight and they kind of highlight some of the most interesting materials in Trove. That sounds like a very helpful package. It is, I think. Um, and they have stuff like if they've just digitised a whole lot of cookbooks, they'll have some yep. highlights from those. Kind of like when you turn Netflix on and you can see yes, what, get what's little, trending. Get little previews, that yeah. sort of thing. And there was one good article that was like all theatre reviews of Don's Party by David Williamson from when it first came out. Oh, okay. Which I hope this – I didn't actually read the whole thing but I'd love it if there was some like – reviews trashing it because I love reading bad reviews of things. Yeah, I well. love it. Mm. Then there's stuff like there was an article on the first Australian women's cricket team. Hmm, no one expected that. And so, look, it's it's better than scrolling social media, I mm. think, much more wholesome. A little bit judgmental, Penny. <laughs> I know I've got some issues scrolling social media at times. Yeah, I'm judging myself as well, yeah. actually, to be honest. On social media, what I tend to do is latch on to a controversy and mm. then I want to follow it in all its little directions. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what my current trend is with that. I just spend too much time looking at silly stuff. Yeah. But if you look at Trove, you'll be a good person. A better person a than better a social per- media trawler. <laughs> We've got a returning guest today on In Those Days. Uh, my friend, who is a comedian and a TV writer and a normal writer and a very funny person. Thanks. Well, I was a comedian, but I, I don't self-identify as one oh, anymore. I'm but, so sorry. But no, but like... Neither do I. And because this is... Yeah, it's Vaya Pashos, by the way, thanks. everyone. Hi. But I, I'm happy to just take that title for life. Is yeah, it, just take it. Yeah. No, I actually, I shouldn't have done that. If you that ever made money from being funny, you're a comedian. Because oh, I really hate it when people introduce me as a comedian because I like High to, pressure. I like to have um, very low expectations mm. set and exceed them. You see people light up and think, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, I prefer to surprise, not disappoint. Mm. It tends to be where the people throw in for context, like, mm. oh, and she's funny because of re- mm. previous reasons. But mm. it, I'm happy, I want to. Yeah. I'd like to be one forever, Good. Yep, just without are. doing any work. You are one. <laughs> We're comedy adjacent. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Amusing. Comedy adjacent. I love That's it. not good. It doesn't sound good. No. She's more comedy adjacent than funny. <laughs> it's more a think piece. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken word comedy. So we're coming up for Easter. <gasps> Exciting time of the year. I'd like to say which one, Penny, well, which one? that's oh. exactly what I wanted to ask you about, Maya. Because you – do you celebrate both Easter's now? Because you – I go where the food is, Penny. I go yeah. where the food is. <laughs> I support that. Yeah. yeah, so I traditionally have called it Greek Easter. Mm-hmm. Greaster, if we're Greaster. feeling a bit cheeky. Uh, in recent years, people prefer Orthodox Easter. Uh-huh. But look, I'm not religious. Right. 
So it's not orthodox. Except for, for you. big celebrations. I'm not. Yeah, you don't that. have to believe that Jesus is really coming back. So calling no. it orthodox Easter to me is just a step too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easter 2.0. Yeah. Because um, the Russians don't want to be included. Yeah. Historically. Oh, I get and it. And socially. Right. And people always ask me when it is. And the answer to that is you Google it, the year of. Yeah. Can we just have a set date for Easter? I know it's not like that, but it's really inconvenient because no one knows when it's coming. Well, And it's to do with the moon, isn't it, Penny? It's the first Sunday after the first full moon after the autumn equinox. Obviously. Yeah. But after you've sacrificed a field of daisies. (laughs) I don't know. It's all a bit weird. Greek Easter, just using your preferred term there, Thank you. It's based on a different calendar, isn't it? So one's a Gregorian calendar and one's the... I knew we were going to say Gregorian today. <laughs> I just knew it was going to come out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> She's because just there for the eggs. I don't. <laughs> I just, I thought it was, I just thought it was, I don't know. And <laughs> I just thought it was certain communities capitalising on the sales after Easter. Yeah, there is a bit of that, but that's just an yeah. perk. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a real nuisance when it falls on the same day as, as I call it, Skip Easter. Yeah. Oh, which, Skip Easter. Which is a term that evolved from the uh, Australian sitcom Acropolis Now. Oh, oh. where we take all of our cues on cultural <laughs> appropriation. <laughs> so um, did they call it Skip Easter no, or they the, just called everyone Skip? They called everyone gone Skip, Skip Easter. which is derived yep. from Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Mm. Mm. Excellent. Well, I think... We'll go with those terms, Skip Easter and Greek Easter, just for this episode, if if everyone's comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they probably aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone in this room. Everyone in the room is. You could say Aussie Easter. Christina, what's your experience with Easter? Are you celebrating? Do you? What do you do? In a minimal kind of way. Bit of a sad event, really. I mean, not a sad (laughs) event, but it just just feels like the poor cousin of Christmas, really. Mm. There's not the level of hype. And then I'm one of those people who doesn't, demolish all my chocolate at once. So I'll still be eating that in August. And it's not like I get a big haul of it either. Also there'll be fresh chocolate on sale in August so you yeah. can just go back. My, exactly. my aim as a child was always to make my chocolate last until my birthday, which was in August. Mm. Well, I think we're on a similar timeline. Yeah. 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 And I do, yeah, and I was pretty good with that. And, mm. But it was actually just became very stressful eating the chocolate because you'd have a little bit and then you'd go, oh, I've had too much. It's yeah. not going to last. We're only and I think the first when, week of June. Oh, and I always associate, it's a bit strange because I haven't done comedy festival stuff for years and years, but I always associate Easter with the comedy festival because yes. it always falls in there and then are you having a show on Good Friday? Are you not having, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions. Yeah, I Comedy remember. doesn't stop. No. For Jesus. No. When I nor was should the, it. When, when I was in the Royal Comedy Final, it was on Easter Sunday. Mm. I remember that and I remember finding that at that time in my life slightly weird and mm. and being like, oh, I don't get to spend the day with my family. Mm. Yeah, get you to do pro- show business. Yeah, I, I prioritise comedy. I'm at the town hall with Yanni. <laughs> oh. Because he doesn't have to worry because he's celebrating yeah, a week exactly, later. Exactly. Not bothered. <laughs> Not bothered at all. <laughs> But anyway, I thought what we'd talk about today is I um, looked up because we for Christmas, our Christmas episode we talked about Christmas recipes, mm. so I've looked up some Easter recipes. Good. I hope there's a bit more chocolate. Days. Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay. Um, okay. And I'll talk to you about the menu that we enjoyed when I once spent a Greek Easter in my father's Greek village Ooh. in Greece. Was it good? Amazing. Oh. Mm. Yes, yes. Spoiler alert, five lambs. Wow. wow. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so this is from the Brisbane Sunday Mail and it was from the 10th of April 1927. Uh, it starts off with the following interesting Easter recipes have been supplied by readers. Mm. And I thought I wasn't sure if journalists actually meant interesting or whether it was a sledge. And then I read the recipes and I think it's a sledge. Okay. Okay. So the first one is Easter eggs, which sounds nice, Easter eggs, Easter, uh, but don't get excited. It's not chocolate. And I'm just going to read the method, okay? Okay. Soak the gelatin. No. (laughs) With the water. Trigger warning for your Christmas episode. (laughs) For an hour. Then add it to the milk when it boils. Stir in the sugar and mix well. Divide the mixture into four parts. One part leave white and flavour with almonds. Yum. Yeah, that's fine. Into another pint, stir the beaten yolks of two eggs. Stir over the fire till the eggs are cooked, but do not let it boil and flavour with lemon. So that one's basically going to be lemon and yellow. Egg lemon. Yeah. But you've cracked the eggs. Yeah, to put them in. in the yolks will kind of make so it's them custardy. White. Yeah, okay. and lemon custard. Yeah. Into the third per- portion, put the chocolate, which must be softened over boiling water, made into a smooth paste, and flavour with vanilla. So that's yeah. So you do have one chocolate flavoured egg. Colour the fourth portion with carmine and flavour with rose water. Now carmine is that red f- colouring mm. made from insects. Yeah, mum. So rinse out, which we still use in things, mm. don't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, rinse out 12 eggshells, which have been very carefully broken oh, at the end. That's not possible. So as to leave the shape of the egg as perfect as uh, possible. And I love that they've not give, told you how. <laughs> just, <laughs> just do it carefully. Yeah. Yes, but how, mate? In my family we had a bit of a tradition. This is when we were a bit older as well. Like we, we would decorate eggs and we'd, we'd blow them. So you put Would the, you? Yeah. <laughs> And you put the little hole in the bottom and in the top. My, my older sister Georgina always wanted the eggs to be very good and perfect. Yeah. So she put tiny little holes. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be huffing and puffing on the egg. <laughs> it's an alarming visual. <laughs> there was one time where my mum was just losing it. Like she was just laughing so hard <laughs> and it was so inappropriate. Just to get an extra pinprick going yeah. there, Georgina. Just crack it. What, like what are you <laughs> – She got a lot out of that. How is it going to affect your artistic vision? <laughs> and then there'd always be someone at the end who'd be like, oh, we should make an omelette from the eggs. And I'm no, like, no, just let it go. Oh, no, no. Just let Everyone's it go. been spitting into just the give eggs. give it to the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, that's good. Yeah. yeah. But we did do some very artistic, like some people, and we had friends who were really good at art, so they'd like, what, someone made a nun once, like can she oh. put a tissue over, it looks so good. So in in the Greek Easter tradition, mm. we crack the dyed red eggs. Yes. Ah. I think it's symbolising the blood of Christ. I feel like everything symbolises <laughs> yeah. the blood of Christ if you Get just don't know. blood of Christ in there. Swine, um, eggs. And you you each take an egg, you and a partner at the table. You can put them nose to nose or bum to bum. You tap them and you say Christos Anesti, which is Christ has risen. Aww. The person who cracks 
cracks, whose egg is cracked is out of that round and the key is to be mm. the person with the last egg standing and then you're the winner of Greek Easter. Yeah. Like some years there's, there might be a cheeky uncle who's brought in a fake like wooden egg. That's oh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uncle um, Spiros, yeah. sit down. <laughs> you're not invited. <laughs> and then you open your eggs and you eat them with your lunch. It's lovely. Great. And then oh, you that's nice. keep eating them for weeks to come. Yeah. there's too many. Right. So they're boiled eggs. Yeah, basically. and they're boiled oh, nice. forever. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's no boil. You boil. You boil. Put the eggs onto boil. You go clean the house for the rest of the day, and then you come back and yeah. get them. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum. So it continues. Fill the shells oh, with yeah, the various mixtures and Ew. set upright in a shallow pan of flour. Again, how are you bran. filling them? Any funnel tips? None. Yes, because what's no going to happen? Tips. I'm picturing Georgina's it. tiny prick, and nothing's oh. going in there. Well, that. You really need the context before you hear that statement. <laughs> because you have to tip. Yeah, yeah, because you've got a custard. One of those I hate custard. putting stuff back in <laughs> something that's been empty. Like, do you remember those shit orange jelly things that used to be a bit of a trend? Maybe just when I was a child oh, at my yeah, kinder. Yeah. So you've peeled the the stuff out of the orange and then you just randomly are putting jelly you in put there. orange oh, jelly yeah, back yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. Yeah. So Also it, yeah. a bit like a cob loaf dip. I like yes. the I like the taste but I don't like the fact it's encased in a bread. And and then the bread would it gets soggy. Yeah, it's no, not I've good. got a lot of anger about it, that. If I was eating it for myself, I don't like a shared cob loaf dip. No, it's it's really too communal. But if I've got a personal cob, go for it. <laughs> Everyone needs their own personal cob. Okay, so you you put these eggs in a shallow pan of flour or bran to keep them steady and leave till next day. Who's got day. bran hanging around? <laughs> the older generation. Yeah, regular. Then you break the shells very carefully and arrange the coloured eggs on a bed of clear wine jelly that's been broken up into sparkling pieces. No, I don't get it. I feel like plastic. that's just a bit of, I'd bit need of extra a, pizzazz that's not necessary. I'd need a lot of visuals. Yeah. So it's like a jelly egg on jelly. And look, to be honest, this is not the worst thing I've seen done with gelatin. Mm, Absolutely not. I mean, it's there's no meat involved. Yeah, apart from the gelatin because mm. it's hoofs and horns. <laughs> it didn't sell as well that brandy. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to come back to the table with a new yeah. name. <laughs> hoofs and, hoofs and horns. Can I buy some powdered hoofs and horns? <laughs> kind of like blood and bone. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's been more successful for the garden. <laughs> So the next recipe is mm-hmm. hot cross buns. Okay. Vaya, oh. you are celiac. Yeah. So. Oh. But the hot cross bun game has come to the party for celiacs. Excellent. Good. Every major supermarket and upper class bakery mm. will give you a gluten-free hot cross bun option, including the very modern chocolate chip, chocolate right. chocolate. You we don't everything. want you to miss a- out. Apple cinnamon hot takes. It's yeah. just whatever so, you need. Where it's, they've got you covered. Have, have you been able to access the Vegemite ones that have been released at Coles recently? That sounds appalling. Mm. I'm still upset I can't get the Vegemite roast chook. I really want to taste that. Is that a thing? Is that, got, is that not gluten-free? I may have dreamt it. Vegemite's not traditionally gluten-free unless you get the gluten-free Vegemite, uh. which wasn't on the scene when I was diagnosed. I had It took a few years for them to wow. figure out how to get all that yeast uh. Out, yeah. And then put so it back yeast in. is not gluten. Well, the way they do it's a wheat. Did you lobby yeah. for that Vegemite? I manifested it. Yeah, yeah, good. That's so funny. Okay, so I want to read the ingredients for this hot cross mm. bun recipe: quarter pound of flour, one tablespoonful of yeast, two eggs, 
pinch of salt, two ounces of sugar, two ounces of butter, half a pint of milk. Is That's, there no fruit? There's no fruit. There's no spices. Chocolate chips? <laughs> there's no chocolate chips. No this Vegemite. is a bread roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a bread roll. And then at the end she, like, tells you how to make it, just sort of a typical dough, and then she says, make a cross on each with the back of a knife and bake in a moderate oven for 20 minutes. So it's a bread roll. She's done a cross. There's not even mm. a piped cross. It's a dinner roll. What do they typically make that piped cross out of? It's I think flour it's like and water. A, yeah, flour and water. It looks like a special ingredient. Mm. Yeah, because Lincoln makes them at home. So this lady, imagine like what other How things disappointing. she's serving to her children and going, it's lemonade, and they're like, no, it's water in a oh. yellow glass. It reminds me of a really crap party I went to when I was a small child and the parents were going through some health kick. Oh, no. It's like a fourth birthday or something, and instead of a cake we had a roast pumpkin with candles. Oh, that's upsetting. What is that? That is <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And I, I knew that was wrong and I made a few loud comments and I had to be pulled aside <laughs> and quietly spoken to. But, and, and you were standing up for us. Yeah, and I was a kid who hated icing and cream and I was still outraged. Yeah. This is one of the greatest deceptions I've participated in is my very early job as a children's party entertainer, a fairy. Yeah. A fairy. Fairy shop would bring out at halftime a we'd do sing happy birthday and she would bring out a fairy cake mm. and it was that classic you know the dress was all decorated in icing and then the little Barbie doll was sticking yeah. out of the top and that was a show cake oh and we'd just blow out the candles on that cake and she'd put it back in the kitchen and then cut up a Woolworths mud cake and yeah. that's what the kids would take. It wasn't look, oh. it wasn't it wasn't advertised. It was it was she was transparent about yeah. The, yeah. what cake she was giving out, but the kids thought they were eating the fairy dress oh. and they were not. No. Disappointing. I just I just still worry about Yeah, the long term impact. They didn't know. Okay. Yeah. I think it's fine. Okay, good. The thing about hot cross buns is people now these days like complain about them being in the shops earlier and earlier and now I think you can get them year round almost Pretty much, much. Yeah, yeah. I think um, 2029's hot cross buns are on the show. So. <laughs> mm. I mean, look, I don't care. I feel like if you only want to have them at Easter, don't buy them for the rest of the year. Mm. You, you don't get outraged. Just don't worry about what other I people mean, are doing. The shelf life is going to sort itself out. Mm. Don't worry about it. But in the olden days, they really were only available on Good Friday. But then there were problems because, of course, that was a public holiday and then with, you know, well, there was the bakers and there was the bread carters and there were holidays and there were unions and there was arbitration and it was a big deal. And so then they actually couldn't sell them, they couldn't they used, couldn't deliver them on Fridays anymore because um, it was a holiday. So people complained about that quite a lot. <laughs> and um, so I found this article which was from the Newcastle Sun from the 25th of March 1929 and it's titled Lost Prestige, oh. Hot Cross Buns. Same old price. Love it. Although day by day bread has been getting cheaper in Newcastle, no announcement of hot cross buns being cheaper this Good Friday has been made. Mm. On the contrary, they are being advertised at one shilling three dimes a dozen, as in previous years. This is surprising, as hot cross buns have lost much of their old prestige. 
But you've got to pay for Jesus. You really do. (laughs) Gone are the days when the bakers baked through overnight and schoolboys helped the bakers to pack them and fell asleep in corners when they were tired. (laughs) Child labour. Yeah, Yeah, so this guy's basically like, yeah, if it's not made with child labour. Yeah, uh, come on, on grade two, we're off. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do some helping. Where's the prestige in it if if no one collapses from exhaustion? Exactly. When two bread carters with loud, pleasant voices used to bring them round and leave them on the doorstep at two, three and four o'clock on Good Friday morning. In those days, nobody dreamed of missing his hot cross buns and children used to sing songs about them. Oh, dear. With a silver song, mate. Well, you want a penny? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Two a penny. How's that price? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're featuring in that song, Penny. <laughs> <laughs> the buns used to be delivered hot. Now bread. I mean, imagine if they weren't. Mm. Oh, imagine if they're lukewarm. Now bread carters don't deliver them at all. Bakers bake them on Thursdays. Outrageous. Those bakers, that is, who can still be bothered <gasps> with them. <gasps> How As dear. one baker said today, and if people want them hot on Friday, they must heat them up themselves. Oh, that's really pushing it. Yeah, as yeah. the shops are closed. And they didn't have microwaves, let me tell no. you. No. It's an open flame. (laughs) (laughs) What is worse, the bakers and the pastry cooks, who, by the way, have captured nearly all the trade. Mm. I don't know if we're angry about that. No. Well, who else would capture the trade? If you want to specialise, you've got to go to the pastry cook. The blacksmith's not throwing them in (laughs) to the mix. You could, though. Yeah, side hustle. The pastry cooks have become very careless about the crosses. Oh. Oh, No one wants a wonky cross. Some stab a cross on the bun and some don't. They just don't care. Oh. Yet the buns are selling at the same old price. I'm sure Jesus at the time was thinking, oh, when this gets recreated <laughs> yeah. in a... Yeah, in a, in a delicious bun form. With, yeah, in bun form, yeah. I hope that they really represent how accurately yeah, yeah, yeah. this device has been put together. Yeah, Absolutely. Do a little stick with some a vinegar cloth on it down the bottom. <laughs> I am very sympathetic towards the baker. They, yes. The hours yeah. they do and have done, they can't have a little sleep in on Good Friday. Like who's well, going exactly. into baking these days, honestly? I've got a friend whose husband is a baker. Really? Mm. Who's signing up to Brumby's apprenticeship program? <laughs> <laughs> and it's very cute. All their baby weighing photos they have on the bread scale. Oh, oh that's cute. It's very cute. Bet there but were lots of jokes about her having a bun in the oven. <laughs> it is a hard job. It's a really hard job. Yeah. And and by the sounds of it, you Good don't Friday, even make much dough. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good Friday. My dad's going to love this. Episode. I was doing it for you, Peter. <laughs> Good Friday is. From what I read, I read articles about it. Like it was madness what they did because it was full on because like literally everyone would, would get these buns and they still had to make their normal bread. Good Friday in the village, in the my father's village, in, near the foot of Mount Olympus, oh, the best, um, it went off basically, mm. yeah. Go, uh, Good Friday because you go and do mass. You go to the church, you go to church, mm. which the village church was so small we were mainly in the churchyard mm. just hanging out having chats while everyone was inside listening to whatever goes on in there. And then you basically do a lap of the village with candles. Everyone's got candles and you do a, a lap of the village. And you meant to go around and go back and end up at the church, but we just yep. stopped at my uncle's oh, restaurant nice. and went inside. <laughs> and, um, and then they have the magiritsa, which is like the entrail soup that is served. Oh, is it nice though? Yeah, if you can just divorce yeah. what it is yeah. from your taste buds. And then you just have a feast at, in the middle of the night. 
So that was Good Friday? Yeah. Ah, and then is Easter Sunday then also a big day? Yeah. There were a lot of lambs and it basically the recipe is you just put the lamb on the spit, a lot of salt mm. and then salads and you're done. That's it. But my partner was had to basically – my uncle's a butcher and my, yes. he had my partner put – the um, slabs of lamb onto the skewer and onto the onto the spit and and did you do well with that? Yeah, they, they were all very impressed because my partner's Australian. Yeah, so they were like, wow, this is like he wasn't Ooh. genetically leaning that way. He's essentially <laughs> converted. He's he's orthodox or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the equivalent of so it was very impressive. He's basically considered a Greek butcher now. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! So that's a, a little backup yeah. for you. Yeah, guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the TV writing doesn't, which it often. Wayne's. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Will you take – has Remy been? He hasn't been. My son was COVID baby 2020. Mm. So he uh, – I really desperately want to take him and I think I want to take him at Easter time. Yeah, yeah that's yes. a great nice idea. Springtime in Europe. Oh, that would be so lovely. Yeah. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. Okay, I've got one last recipe. Okay. okay. It's not quite – okay. It's okay. for prawn gondolas. Oh, I mean, everyone thinks of Easter and just thinks prawn gondolas. You know what? I am on board. I don't care what happens. Yeah. I'm on that gondola. Okay, yeah. great. With your prawn. <laughs> this can be made from pieces of leftover short pastry. Mm. As only a little is required, roll the pastry out very thinly and line boat-shaped tins, which can be obtained at most kitchen equipment stores. Oh. Hmm. Filling each with baking rice so that the shape is carefully kept during cooking. They've got boat-shaped tins just handy yeah. at kitchen equipment stores. Well, they did used to have a lot of different shaped tins and stuff. Okay. Because, oh, well, for all the gelatin recipes. Wow, you've got to really think about your tins <laughs> and your moulds. They had like lobster shapes. That's what my grandmother had heaps of them. Yeah. But anyway, this part of the recipe, they're just blind baking. Okay. Place in a hot oven. When cooked, remove the rice and fill each boat with prepared prawns or shrimps. I love how they, the word prepared is doing a lot of heavy lifting yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, just prepare them. Coat them with thick mayonnaise sauce. Yum, mm. yum, yum. And then this is the good bit. Place a prawn's head in the front of oh. each boat and oh. serve on a bed of... Like you, like you when you put a mermaid. Yeah. The, is it the hull? Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't know why the prawn the head prawn has... Head. And it's serve is, that, on, is anyone munching on that? <laughs> it's the decoration. Ew. And serve on a bed of crisp lettuce leaves arranged on a flat oh, oval it's, dish. It's, it's keeping an eye out for iceberg lettuce. <laughs> mm. Oh, well nice. done. Oh, I hope Dad enjoyed that yep. too. Yeah. And so I actually thought, well, look, that's a, I've never seen a prawn gondola, but maybe it was a traditional thing. Is and there a photo, Penny? No, oh. there's no photo. Oh. And I Googled prawn gondola and I looked up prawn gondola and trove. It's not a thing. It no. take you to some distasteful <laughs> no. places. Yeah. <laughs> what you saw cannot be unseen. <laughs> it's I no, I've got um a um what do you call it? N- a net nanny or whatever it is. Yeah, there's some kind of oh, thing okay. that filters. So that you out. were shielded from the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but I did realise it's not a thing. This is not something that anyone else is doing. That's, no. That's, you can lull yourself into a false sense of security with Trove because you think, oh, it's printed in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, it's Therefore, official. Which mm-hmm. is a worry in the future when people are going to be like, well, the Daily Mail yes. <laughs> said this, this and this. It's like, <laughs> just because it's called a yes. newspaper. Yeah, you have to go scroll back to the top of the article where the journalist said it was interesting. Mm. <laughs> Never heard of it before. I don't know. Does that provide some ideas for people? I mean, look, nothing Jelly. says decorative more than a head, does it? <laughs> so we've got a little like a menu here. We've got jelly. We've got bread rolls. Stuffed eggs. Stuffed eggs and uh, like a 
and a head Corn's in a boat. Head. Penny's just dismissively calling them bread rolls now. Yeah. Well, they will not acknowledge them as a hot crust bun. absolute disdain. <laughs> she's, she's got a similar vibe to the weirdo that wrote the article. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Yeah. <laughs> what is traditionally the Easter feast, apart from the chocolate and the buns? Well, the buns do go back a fair way and I think you, you and, and then I looked because I thought oh well, maybe the fruit and the spice is a new thing like the chocolate chips but it's not like they've been doing it forever and um people apparently people used to like keep a bit of the hot cross bun that would like you'd keep it for the rest of the year Ew. like a crumb of it was like good luck or something right yeah that's the fanciful part <laughs> yeah it, in all this <laughs> but I think think Easter's a weird one. I don't think there is as many I don't think it's as traditional, foods, is it? I is think, you know. And even chocolate, I think, is relatively recent. Mm. Yeah. So, Which well, blows my mind. Would you imagine doing it without chocolate. Like, oh, we've all attached to that as an idea. Because <laughs> mm. I look at – I think in the US it's not as a chocolate-heavy a no. uh, time of year. It's they yeah. dye the eggs with food colouring. Mm. And they make year. Easter baskets for their kids. And yeah. They just put a bunch of mm. stocking Stuff. stuffers in. Yeah. And I didn't look up how the rabbit thing started. No. Just probably a really, really cute little rabbit one day turned up <laughs> with some eggs. And yeah. People rolled with it. And he had a waistcoat and it was all, <laughs> all went from there. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, I'm so glad Jesus is nearly back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Harold from Nobis. Yeah. I actually really like because I was brought up Catholic. And Easter masses are pretty good. Like if you're going to go to any, they get the drama. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing with the Greek Orthodox tradition as well. It's yeah. Yeah. it's it's a rocking time of year. Yeah, <laughs> the whole range of emotions comes out. Yeah, like if you want to, you can get really sad about it. And yeah, it's quite. It's like theatre. But it's got a happy ending. So mm. yeah. exactly. So thank you so much for coming and talking about Easter. I hope you both have a lovely day or days. And then one yeah, one week later I'll have another an additional good day. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, and Vaya, where can people find you? I also host a podcast called Neighbours about Neighbours, the Aussie soap, which has risen again, will rise Excellent. again. And, and not reincarnation but coming back to life is a yeah. big part of Neighbours. Traditionally. Especially if you're married to Toadfish or Becky. Mm. Yes. And the big one – and Harold, of course, was one of the first – yeah, came back playing the tuba in the Salvos band. Mm. So which is probably what Jesus would have liked to have done. Yeah, how yeah. all reincarnation no, should be. No, I think be. Jesus would hate the Salvos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Penny. Thanks, Christina. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Trove chat. Trove chat. Suffer trove chat. Coming back at you for a drive chat.